Okay, welcome to Drill Podcast. This is part two with Dr. Jailbay. If you have not listened to part one, go back to last week's episode, listen to part one, and uh, and then come back and join us. We're going to be talking about Dr. Jailbay's most amazing stories from <laughs> prison dentistry. Um, uh, I imagine there's uh, interactions that you have that are not uh, normal interactions that a <laughs> private practice dentist would uh, be privy to. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would say none of it. None of it's normal. It is a weird day from start to finish. Nothing is. Nothing is normal. No, I would say nothing is normal. <laughs> Zero it, it, like, normal. And I think that dentists are probably going to take that for granted, right? Like, yeah. Like dentists will like go in and like, hey, how, like from the from the very first conversation, hey, how you doing? I'm I'm like introductions. I'm Doctor Brady. It's right. nice I'm, to meet you. Welcome I, to I'm Dr. Smith, Dr. Brady. I'm so happy you came to join us. <laughs> What's your story? Let me learn about you. Um, and in in prison, that's got to be just like not the case from from this first second of interaction. That's not. That's not how things no. go. No, no. So they get brought in from the little inmate lobby. My assistant sits them down in what we've commonly referred to as our side chair. So we have a, a little chair. It's our side chair, and then we have our dental chair. So side chair, dental chair. So we side chair them. She gets a thrill out of reading what the person wrote, like their kite, to them uh, with misspellings and all. Okay. So okay. I think I posted this one, but it's it's funny because like this is exactly how the guy sounded. So she'd be like, "Okay, Mr. So and So, we tend to call our inmates uh, Mr. or Miss last name. Okay, is how we tend to address them. So, uh, Mr. So and So, you put in a dental request for a what's up? Can I get a dental check on my bottom bridge? I got a tooth that ache. Please and thank you." So then she'll look at them again. So, Mr. So-and-so, without putting your fingers in your mouth, <laughs> where is that tooth that ache? And so it'll be like, ah, oh, miss, it's it's over here. And then it'll be like, ah, oh, you just put your fingers in your mouth. Like, Wait, they can't put their fingers in their mouth? Well, I'm telling them not to. It's dirty. Oh, Why would I want their okay. fingers in their mouth and then touching everything? Sure, So then sure. hand sanitizer, uh, where is it? So then she looks, she yells at me, I'm at my desk, you know, I got Mr. So-and-so. Uh, they've got an issue here, here, and here. I'm like, okay, any sign of infection? Nope. Like, okay, we'll see them next week for an x-ray. You know, do they want any pain meds? Ibuprofen, Tylenol, or a sure. leave? yeah. And typically that's no. So then we're like, okay, we're not charging you for this little sit-down. Um, we'll get you back next week for an x-ray. At that time, you'll be charged $10 for the visit. Um, if you want any pain medication at that time, it'll be another $10. And um, Will the patients get charged? Yeah, it's oh. $10 to see me. It's 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And that includes treatment. Yeah. Anything, they, 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 it, will, it would include the extraction. Yes. 10 bucks. $10. That's a good deal. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. I can't compete. I can't compete with <laughs> no. that. No. Right. So, so 10 bucks gets some extraction. 10 bucks. So yeah. I want to know, are there any experiences you've had, and you've been working in your position for eight months, you told us Almost last episode. Almost eight months, yeah. And uh, have you had any, like, especially... Um, interesting, not just necessarily scary, interesting. Let's call it interesting or spicy stories so, that, that we can share. Yeah. Okay. So the only time I've ever been scared is when the lights went out. Like the power went out in the whole facility. Oh, no. <laughs> so we barricaded myself in the uh, ourselves in the office. No inmates were in the medical unit at that time. Oh, no one okay. had been called down yet. No one was like out and about. There weren't inmates free roaming in the, in the halls because sometimes... Because based on their status, we have to keep certain people segregated, you know, 
from each other or yeah. just different areas. So we have a couple lines of chairs that are adjacent to those more secure inmate lobbies. Um, so no one was in those chairs, no one was out and about, and then the backup generators kicked back in, but that was terrible. So how long were the lights out for? I don't know, it felt like a while, but it was probably only a few seconds. Oh, a few seconds, okay. <laughs> but that's scary. That was terrifying. Enough for you to like pack up your stuff, go in the office, and lock the door. Yeah, I was in the office, and I was like, E, close the door. Right, right. I tend to refer, so my assistant's name, last name is blocked out, because her, her ex was actually a, a, a an officer. Um, okay. so she, no one should know her last name because he's arrested people. Yeah. Um, and I try as much as I can to just call her by E, the first, first initial sure. of her first name. Okay. I try to just call her E. Yeah. So I'm doctor. She's E. Perfect. Or I'm the dentist. Yeah. Um, I feel like the lights going out is like, in a, like, that's how, like with one of the inmates in a dental chair is like how like a movie would start. My God. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a movie. That's the first scene in a movie. Yes. And like the lights go out, and, and they grab, they get behind them. So I got a mayo stand that I keep all my stuff on. They you know, grab something. Yeah, so yeah. that's nothing. Everything is rear delivery where I am. So my assistant will hand me instruments. Yeah. I don't have like an arm that comes out. It's all back behind me, so it's always back behind the patients. So they don't see what's there typically, but mm. we'll have a tray with our instruments on there, and we only bring out what we what we need. Okay. There's no like extra stuff, and then all uh, most of our drawers in our dental unit lock, and then all of my other instruments are back in my office, and everything is locked and behind doors and stuff. And so we do an instrument count, and we do sharps counts. Yeah. Um. The so, but if the in, if the lights had gone out, I wouldn't. It would depend on which inmate I had in the chair, because some of them I would trust in that situation okay. to not do anything. Not to do anything weird. Yeah. But some might be like, this is my moment. Yeah. This is my opportunity. But I don't think that most would do that because they, I don't know if they can conceptually visualize where the medical unit is. Like, where would fully, you go? Fully within the the, the facility. Because once you get in there, you're kind of turned around. I now have some orientation. I know north, south, east, west, and mm. what wall is, is where. So maybe over time they would get that. But if you haven't been there before, it would be interesting to know yeah and last episode you described how you like get in what doors you go through within there's hallways and corridors and places you're going past yeah. and it did sound kind of like it's pretty convoluted it's, it's tucked in there so they know where they come from but they wouldn't know anywhere else and the way for them to easily get out of would be to retrace the steps that i take to get in and they don't know those steps right they've never so, seen those yeah they only get let in through this one door in particular okay so and i don't think they'd be able to get out of that door would, no matter what patient was in the chair, that would definitely add a dynamic to yeah to that experience yeah. if you had a patient in the chair, an inmate in the chair at the time. Yes. Or exciting. imagine I was working on them. Yeah. Uh, but I have a headlight on my loops, so at least I'd be able to you see. Would have some light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. Oh, yeah. So let's get into that. So I... I've had some some weird stuff, but nothing. I've never been in danger. I've never been. No inmate has ever touched me okay. inappropriately. No one's ever tried. Um, the one one of my, f I wouldn't call him my favorite, but one of my most interesting inmates, um, and a really cool case for me to manage. He's no longer at our facility. Um, Let's just call him Gary. I don't know why. I like that name. <laughs> because let's call him Gary. I like it. I so, like it. So Gary or Mr. Gary, um, I would go back and forth. He It got confusing with him because uh, he was housed in the infirmary for a bit. And for whatever reason, that nurse 
was calling him by his first name. So then I started calling him by his first name mm. because that's who how she knew him as. Okay. Um, so Gary, whatever. So Gary, um, this was one of the few times where I've gone up to a housing unit to see a patient because it was at the end of the day, it was going to be challenging to get him back down and security and do this and Last episode, you may have heard me talk about like three different computer systems to like go through and print stuff out. And sometimes mm -hmm. we can just call up there, but it was just going to be easy. It's easier for me to move around the facility than for an inmate to get moved around the facility. Sure. So I went up there and we had a sit down chat. It had he claimed to have broken his jaw, and and he did. Um, oh wow. He did. He did. So I was like in well, the prison. Yeah, in the, in the jail. In the jail. So like, so what happened? It's like I fell off the bunk. <laughs> you felt quote air quotes you fell off the bunk and that was the story he stuck to so fine I respect that no snitching fine man cool right. I'm just trying to do what I can for you it's gonna determine your treatment here and he like the whole time is fixated on you're gonna take care of me right you're not gonna let me like sit here I'm in pain you're gonna take care of me you're gonna take care of me I was like man I'm gonna I'm gonna get you taken care of it may not be like me but I'll get you taken care of he's an interesting dude I find out later he was involved in a, a car accident and has suffered a traumatic brain injury okay. um, quite a few years back. His arm was super wonky, like it had been broken and not set right. Um, he's a young guy in age, but looked like 20 years older than me. Mm -hmm. um, he had scars here and there and always moved his jaw like back and forth, even when it was broken and i think that was a side effect of some of the psych meds that he was on oh okay i think he was schizoaffective if yeah. i remember right um and uh so yeah lo and behold his jaw's broken so i go through our uh outside medical coordinator be like what do i need to do to get this guy seen oh we still don't have an oral surgeon on board great well what do we do well we can backdoor get him through like ent to at least get into the hospital setting and then maybe they'll fix his you know played his jaw so yeah. they do an internal rigid fixation so he's not wired shut he gets back to our facility i do some of the post-op checks on him he's fine and then over the weekend i decide not to see him on monday but i see him that next tuesday so we're almost at a week post-op and he's like blown up and like scary swelling because they did an extra oral approach they went on almost the side of his neck like <clears throat> submandibular to repair it so that's all getting swollen it's blasting it's blasting through his incision site and starting to ooze out so we do you know did they <laughs> use some kind of staples or come kind of like come kind of metal brackets that was I the, never got the clean, full report. Was it a break of the mandible? It was a mandible fracture, yeah. Lower, okay, so he had had a prior mandible fracture, though, too. Okay. So I think it just involved the body of it. I, I, It was tough for me to get the post-op stuff. I never got, like... Mm communication for that was sucked so so but you saw him when he swelled up i saw him when he swelled up we drained that a little bit we didn't have any IV iv antibiotics on board so i tried a combination of stuff i talked to oral surgeons in the community who i'm comfortable with i was like hey i have to manage this right now like help me please so we get him on iv zost and i get that ordered get that into him the next couple days and then he's still he's still fluctuant so i'm just like you know what I don't know if this is within my scope. I think it kind of is based on my situation and I know what to do. All right. We got some iodine prep. Cool. So I prep him. Um, I'm in like a sterile 
as ster- sterile an environment as I can be in this little medical unit in yeah. the in the in the jail, and I go with my assistant. I, I anesthetize him just with some lidocaine. I pop open a couple of the sutures that haven't opened yet fully on their on their own. Anesthetize him with with lidocaine, and I flush out the area with saline. Get some more drainage, and I pack some I- iodoform gauze in there. Okay, and then kind of patch him up. So we do that every day for a few days until he can get to this follow-up ENT appointment. By that time, he's like good, and it's resolving, and then ultimately gets closed up, and and he's fine. And it was really cool for me because I feel like I like kind of saved his life. <laughs> that got hairy. That <laughs> it got, was scary. That got a little tricky. It was really scary. Yeah, I can sure. show you. You know, this, this is uh, especially being like new out of school. I mean, you did hospital GPR. I'm I sure did that hospital ha- GPR. Helps. Yes. But very, you're still very new and seeing things for the first cutting time. Open someone's face from the outside. Like I'm used to cutting up the face from the yeah. inside. Yeah. So you can see his progression from when oh. he got really bad. So I'm showing Dr. Brady uh, wow. the follow-up. Yeah, pictures. you can see it coming out. Yeah. So I so I can have my cell phone in the facility. I don't think that the the correctional officers really like that the medical staff can have their cell phones. But in this instant, it was important for me, like when an infection like this comes track it. up to track it, to track the progress so that I can see. And if I ever have to document it, you know, or someone ever comes at me like, why did you do X, Y or Z clinically? I'm like, well, this is what I saw. You know, a note. I can only be so descriptive in like a written note. So this has been helpful. Yeah. Um, and then recently. I took out a uh, s- peripheral giant cell granuloma. Do so you remember the three the three P's? Hold from- on. Hold <laughs> on just a second. Uh, I have to go back to my oral path <laughs> textbook, which is just right here handy. In your, yeah, yeah, in your hand. Peripheral giant cell carcinoma. Granuloma. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know what that is off the top of my head, but Ooh. I have textbooks in my yeah. office that teach me stuff so like it's, that. it's a bump. On the gums. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the three See, things. See, that's what that I would have called it. I'd have started with that. On the gums. Yeah. So, like, so I took out a tooth and, like, it oh. popped up like that. So it was, like, this, like, puffy granulation tissue. Yeah. <coughs> I bet you see so. a lot of pathology that most most dentists don't see yeah. regularly. So I took like a wedge biopsy of that and I sent it out to pathology so that I knew what it was. Yeah. So that if it was something scary, I wasn't going to touch it. But that I've been monitoring and it's resolving pretty pretty good. Okay. So like that stuff is cool. So anyways, so so Gary, Gary is now gone. But the first time I got him back to medical from his pod and was able to, he was I saw him right before he was transported out to get the jaw fixed. The the initially he goes, I love you, <laughs> I love Aww. you, Doctor So and So. Yeah. And and I just say, you're welcome. That's great, but that's 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 the feeling you want, right? Yeah. That's yeah. still the the gratitude. Yeah. He's grateful for you. Yeah. Yeah. He's always this like looming tall guy. So he's always like looking down at me if we were like standing next to each other. But I don't think he would have ever done anything. I imagine. Okay. So (laughs) eight months into this, um, uh, let's fast forward like five years. Yeah. Uh, Like what if you see, like I don't like seeing patients outside my office. Does it weird you out? It it doesn't like, it's not weirding me out, but I just like, uh, it's just kind of like, what do I like? I don't think we're like friends. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you have to keep that boundary. I'm definitely very friendly. Yeah. I'm very, uh, you know, beyond like very customer service oriented. Sure. So I definitely act like we're friends. Yeah. But I know in reality, I'm not getting invited to like 
their backyard barbecue or anything like that. Right. So sometimes I sometimes I don't know that I know them from the office. I see so many people like I don't know. Yeah. But I would imagine like definitely if all my patients were inmates mm -hmm. at one point, <laughs> that adds a degree of like. Ooh. Every time I go, should we out, leave the restaurant, honey? Let's yeah, get out of here. Every time I go out downtown, I'm looking and I'm scanning. But I don't know if I could recognize them because they're in orange, you know, all the time. And I don't know if they <laughs> would recognize me. If especially if I'm in something that's very out of character for what I wear in the jail, you wear a white coat. I don't. I I either scrubs or what do you? Um, what's sometimes the, what's the I attire? wear I wear like stretchy pants because I got to move. Like women's clothing is a lot more restrictive well, than like a, like yoga men's. like yoga. They're pants? not yoga pants. Hell no, they're not yoga pants. Okay. They're like they're like they look like. Um, I was gonna wear them. So you could have an idea, yeah. but yeah. no one else who's listening is going to have an idea. <laughs> and I'm on vacation, man, so yeah. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. So they are like um, still structured work pants that have stretch to them. Okay. So sometimes some of them have a button and a zipper. Some of them I just pull on in the morning, but they've got like pockets. They look, they look professional. Okay. Uh, like professional pants. And then sometimes I wear either a scrub top or another like long sleeve or higher neck like business casual. For what you could imagine, like a lady business casual, because sure. then then we have I just get all hazmated out when I'm working on these guys, which I love. I hated in private practice how I didn't have like gowns; they wouldn't let me wear those disposable like face gowns. masks. And you wear yeah, like I do a surge cap, face mask, regular mask, yellow disposable gown. Oh, they're not going to recognize you out in public. I don't. I think mean, it'd so. be tough. And they see me upside down and like backwards. And, and they see you maybe once or twice. I mean, they're not seeing yeah. you regularly. Regularly, the ones who are do. There are some who do see me regularly, who I have seen regularly, um, but again, I don't know if they would like fully recognize me because yeah. they used to see me in a, such a different setting. Yeah. So, if I were to see them based on my company, they say I have to report it. So, um, oh, I don't know if I. Oh, would, if you though. saw them outside. Yeah, if they like made contact or like initiated. Oh, but not if you like ran in the grocery store and you see them and like. Yeah, buying milk gonna, in the grocery store. Yeah. You're not. You don't have to report that. Yeah. But if they come and talk to you and say, "Hey, you're my dentist," and I would you, probably have to be like, you know, hi. Yes. We can't really have but this conversation. I'm really not yeah. supposed to have this conversation, and I, and I need to um, report this. Yeah. You know. So. Interesting. Um, I have considered what I would do. Like, there's this one patient in particular who I'm quite. Um, I, I, I struggle to come up with the term of how I feel about him. Okay. Because he, I know enough of his story at this point that I'm very empathetic and I don't, I feel like deep down that he's not lying to me. That I feel deep down that he's, he's being truthful and honest with me and is uh, a man of his word and is saying what is going on. And he's been... So I feel like he's been super honest, and he's in for a more violent charge. Someone someone died, okay. Um, but he's not being charged with murder, um, and that's probably all I can say about about that. Okay. And I've done a lot for him. It was super sad. He came in. He's like, I know this has tooth has to go. Yeah, I'm really sad to see it go. It's like two mandibular uh, central incisors and when I took those out and when he felt that they were like no longer there his whole demeanor just like dropped yeah so what I ended up doing for him is creating this like a little splint and I built up some teeth mm. and I bonded it to the adjacent teeth and I called it in my notes a perio splint which it kind of was okay. it was just like a more elaborate 
periosplenic. So periodontal disease is like teeth getting loose and like gum disease and bone loss and whatnot. So that has certainly contributed to the, him losing those teeth. So he was like super appreciative of that. He almost cried. That's cool. Um, and I felt really good about doing that for him while he's going to, he's going to be in the facility for a while fighting his case because what they're offering him is just kind of crappy. Yeah. So What's when there's nice? a lot more to it. So him, if he ever saw me, if I ever saw him on the outside, I don't know. I guess I'd just have to play in the moment what I would do. I would yeah. hope I would be with my husband yeah. is, what I, is what I would hope. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Sure. That's always, that would always be ideal. So I'll tell you, for example, I, um, my daughter, who's nine, just had a recital. Uh, she does hip-hop dance lessons. Ooh. She's really good at it, actually. And we went to a recital, and I saw a patient there that I had a very negative reaction, Ooh. like a very negative interaction with. Ooh, uh-oh. And I saw her, and she didn't see me. Did you run and hide? Um, uh, I, no, I, I, I was very, like, I, trying to be as incognito as I could. I wear a hat in public. Almost exclusively, because really? I'm losing my hair. Oh no! Oh. I know. Yeah. So, and in my office, I'm like balding and like this twerpy little twerp. And then, uh, in the outside, I wear a hat. And I I dress obviously very different. Also, then sure. I wear scrubs. Scrubs. Okay. Um. Uh. But I think the hat sometimes I usually have sunglasses on. Um, oh yeah! If you put sunglasses on right now, I'd be like, oh, you, you wouldn't recognize Unabomber. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my interaction with her was so, uh, it was hostile. It was it was like, I thought I was gonna have to physically remove her from my office. Was she one of the bad reviews? No, oh, she never gave me a bad review. Um, and I was, all I did for her, I had a partner who took a tooth out and she developed a very big bony defect on a number uh, 11, so a canine tooth. And it kind of, oh. th- then the bone didn't heal right, so it kind of like, so Sharp, it was all like recession too? tons of bone recession okay. and, and a very okay. like distinct like like buckle defect oh and i was we were making an, a, a a flipper for her like it's just mm-hmm. like, it was just a like a little uh, prosthetic yeah they're like 300 bucks and i was making it for her and it wasn't fitting right i don't even remember what it was but she had this like all of a sudden she got so mad she blamed us for the problem uh and and started like cussing at me and uh, and I can I usually take it very well to a certain sure. point. I kind of smile sometimes, which I think is interpreted as very smug. <laughs> and I, I think it really just boils. Oh, probably. Because I, I just kind of like cross my arms and smile. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Get it out. Yeah, Get it out of your system. Yeah. And, and, and it just makes people blow up more. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, You're not giving them the reaction that they want. Right. Well, I did with her eventually. So oh. I got definitely I was so I ended up telling her, you know, get the hell out of my office. Like excellent. And Good she stood and she stood her ground and I got right up to her like right up. And, and, and she's the kind of person that is uh, w- would definitely fight me. She would definitely <laughs> she'd throw down. Th- there was no like mistake. And like I thought for sure she was going to throw a punch excellent. or like claws excellent. and like, you know. Yes. So anyway, she's at my daughter's dance recital. And I'm like, and I told my wife, I was like, there's a person here. We can't just, uh, I'm going to go sit down. I'm not going to get up at like intermission. I'm not going to like do anything. I'm just going to sit here and do my thing. And I actually ended up leaving early because uh-huh. I didn't want to like. We, Run we, into we, her on the way yeah, out. Yeah. So we drove separate oh cars and stuff. And so like we, we were lucky that we had separate cars. Yeah. But my wife was like, she's not going to, this is a recital. She's not going to do anything. I was like. It's like, you don't know. I was like, I'm not so sure <laughs> that that's her personality. I'm pretty sure. And she was with someone. Who mm-hmm. was like a big burly dude, yeah. and I was like, 
no, not, not here. avoid that situation. Exactly. Good call. I yeah. support your decision. So yeah. I, 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 with you, with your job, I was wondering about that. Like running into people would be a whole like every single person. Like, okay, so most people I but run remember, into. Remember, they, they love me. Yes. I'm the most feared and the most loved entity in that facility. You got that so going for you. I, and that's what I play on. I, you know, maybe I'm a little more curt with some people. I don't think I've really yelled at anyone besides this juvie kid yeah. that I had to treat and who was like flailing around and it was unsafe. So, I mean, maybe my company gets mad at how I am, but yeah. I feel safer walking the streets of my town knowing that I could run into an inmate because I've been nothing but, but nice and I get them out yeah. of pain. I do what I say I'm going to do. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, yeah. but I do everything that I say I'm going to do. So I'm not afraid of anyone lashing out. I've I've done good stuff. I do um, good work. Uh, yeah, and I believe you're the type of person that gives, just from my interaction with you, that you would give people uh, the rope with which they hang themselves. Yeah. You know, like you give oh, them, yeah. like you would give everyone an equal opportunity and to you're mess up. nice and civil <laughs> until they do something or say something that crosses a line. And then I'm sure you're the type of person that lets them know. Oh, them yeah. I would, let them, yeah. I would let them know. Yeah. You know, they don't, there's someone's trying to like run my, run my, my clinic. And I'm just like, no, this is how it is. Well, we'll miss, I'm like, doctor. Well, well, doc, you know, I want XYZ. I'm like, great, cool. I want to be a size six ain't gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) ain't gonna happen yeah uh so you are gonna be patient and we're gonna get you in when i can get you in well you haven't seen me in two weeks i'm like yeah because i've had people with 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 more emergent issues than you got to learn some patience here yeah so so this is so fascinating and i feel like i could sit and talk with you about a lot of things um we can save more for later. I'll be yeah. I'll be back up. We and can if do you're back, yeah, if episodes. you're back up, I'd love to have you on again. Yeah, I'm gonna try to wrap things up here. Sure. I want to do a couple things here oh, in we the way of uh, we're, we have we a secret word. Before I do the secret word, I want to announce also we are still doing our full mouth giveaway. So for those of you who are listening, I am offering complete full mouth rehabilitation. Um, it is important to me that this is a life changing event for somebody. So I want. Uh, people to nominate somebody that they feel whose whose life could be changed if only their smile was restored or their or their their teeth weren't holding them back from from something in life and and for those of you who don't think that's the real thing that's a very real thing for a lot of people if someone has come into mind and you want to nominate them i don't allow people to nominate themselves so you have to there's a workaround right you, go, <laughs> you just get someone else who likes you to nominate you right there's not rocket science here Make but friends. You, you must nominate somebody else um, and send those nominations to drilledpodcast at gmail.com and tell me everything you can tell me about this person. I want to know everything, why this person is deserving of this. And uh, uh, ideally, we're going to try to get other dentists involved. If you are a dentist or you know a dentist or um, and you think you want to be involved in this, I got more nominations than I can possibly handle by myself and we could use some help. Uh, please email me at drilledpodcast at gmail.com if you are interested in helping out with that. And we have a secret word. Another secret word. Woo! Uh, Dr. Jailbay, would you like to uh, do this secret word as well? Yeah. Okay. So this is what's really funny about me working in a jail is I got a text message while we were doing this uh, interview from a friend. 
um, and I was like, hey, you know, can't talk right now. I'm on vacation. And then he goes, okay, nice. Enjoy the, the break from prison. <laughs> so I said, ha, thanks. Uh, but it's actually jail. So let's just do jail break. Jail break. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's secret word. If you email this word to drilledpodcast at gmail.com, you will be awarded $500 in free dentistry usable at my Camus Comfort Dental location. If you're the first one to email You got to be the first one yeah. to email me this secret word. So get to it. Drilledpodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram. Also follow uh, sure. tale, Tales from Dr. Jail Bay. Yep. Is our at, guest's Instagram. At Tales underscore from underscore Dr. Jail Bay, B-A-E underscore. It's complicated. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. I think though. if you, you just type it out it, in the yeah. search, I think Tales from it. Dr. J- you're sure. going to get it. You're sure. going to get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so follow her. Follow us on Instagram. We're Drilled Podcast. We have a YouTube channel also where we feature a lot of the uh, videography that we do, which is a lot of these nitrous episodes, <laughs> uh, which are super funny and, and hilarious. Um, uh, f- Facebook. And uh, and that's it. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks a lot.